Letter three of Evelina. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Christine. Evelina by Fanny Barney. Letter three. Written some months after the last. Lady Howard to the Reverend Mr. Villers, Howard Grove, March the eighth. Dear and Reverend Sir. Your last letter gave me infinite pleasure. After so long and tedious an illness, how grateful to yourself and to your friends must be your returning health. You have the hearty wishes of every individual of this place for its continuance and increase. Will you not think I take advantage of your acknowledged recovery if I once more venture to mention your pupil and Howard grow together? Yet you must remember the patience with which we submitted to your desire of not parting with her during the bad state of your health, though it was with much reluctance we forbore to solicit her company. My granddaughter, in particular, has scarce been able to repress her eagerness to again meet the friend of her infancy, and for my own part it is very strongly my wish to manifest the regard I had for the unfortunate Lady Belmont by providing serviceable to her child which seems to me the best respect that can be paid to her memory. Permit me, therefore, to lay before you a plan which Mrs. Mervyn and I have formed in consequence of your restoration to health. I would not frighten you, but do you think you could bear to part with your young companion for two or three months? Mrs. Mervyn proposes to spend the ensuing spring in London, whither for the first time my grandchild will accompany her, now, my good friend, it is very earnestly their wish to enlarge and enliven their party, by the addition of your amiable ward, who would share, equally with her own daughter, the care and attention of Mrs. Mirvan. Do not start at this proposal. It is time that she should see something of the world. When young people are too rigidly sequestered from it, their lively and romantic imaginations paint it to them as a paradise of which they have been beguiled. But when they are shown it properly, and in due time, they see it such as it really is, equally shared by pain and pleasure, hope and disappointment. You have nothing to apprehend from her meeting with Sir John Belmont, as that abandoned man is now abroad, and not expected home this year. Well, my good sir, what say you to our scheme? I hope it will meet with your approbation. But if it should not, be assured I can never object to any decision of one who is so much respected and esteemed as Mr. Willers, by his most faithful humble servant, M. Howard. End of the letter 3